We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Welcome back to Veterans Minimum. We are... Yeah, yeah. Do- you thought I was going to do it, but I didn't. I didn't. I thought you Pump choked. fake. I thought you choked. Pa. I didn't know what the hell was going on over there. In the there. face. Uh, <laughs> everybody here. Yay, yeah, yay. Yeah. Week six is almost in the books. Mm. I mean, we got a game tonight. Not quite because in my other fantasy league, not in the studio league, which unfortunately Tim beat me in. First place overall, just saying. Just putting that out there. Whatever, whatever. But I'm (laughs) down like 25 and I have Rodgers, Devontae Adams, and Crosby. I feel good about myself. But Crosby did go one for five last week. Yeah, just putting that out there. Like, yeah. things can happen. You all right? What are you doing? You just, just dropped the mic. Yeah, what's going on over there? I don't know. Jesus. Yo, like two touchdowns to Devontae Adams and you won. Yeah. Not well, the stat. I, I think you got 10 points that. each. I think it'll be all right. How much are you down by? 25. No, there you go. You got it. And the kicker points? You got Yo, it. listen. You got it. I once was up 73 points, and I went up against Breeze and Darren Sproles, and I lost by five. So oh. anything is possible. That's rough. This I'm I'm <laughs> worried about Aaron Rodgers catching an injury. That's the only thing I'm worried about. Wow. It's all right. Kaiser's just going to pepper Adams after. I was down 30, but I had Michelle and Gronk last night. That was nice. Show. Saving my season right now. I'm not so going to lie, man. Like Fantasy sports makes me root for the Patriots sometimes, and it's just like, oh. Like yesterday, I was like, yeah, Gronk, Yeah. And I'm like, but no, that means the Patriots are going to win. And now that the Jets are actually good, too, I actually kind of have to care that the Patriots are winning. It sucks. That's great. Two in a row, baby. Yo, can I put a theory out there for you guys real quick before we start this? Mm-hmm. All oh right. God. So I'm not saying this is going to happen. This is not going to happen. Whatever no, no, no. But Please don't say anything. I was about thinking about this. About and it's this draft class reminds me of the 1984 NBA draft class. Because if let's say Baker Mayfield, right now Baker Mayfield's all right, but he could be could be Sam Bowie of the draft, right? And then the second pick, you got Hakeem Olajuwon. 
Mm. Right? Kind of like Saquon Barkley. Like, you want Hakeem Olajuwon on your team. Mm. You're happy to have him as a cornerstone for as your franchise. Mm-hmm. Right? But he's not Jordan. Jordan fell to three. Stop talking. That's all I got to say. That's, like, really high praise. Like, Dude. super high praise. So you think Sam Darnold is going to be the best can I tell you guys something? Player of all time. No, no, no. I mean, you know, take it with a grain of salt. <laughs> no, no, no. We're taking it with pounds of salt. You just salt, compared man. him to Jordan. The second best player of all time. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yo, listen. Right now, his quarterback rating, one-tenth oh, I, I really don't even care. I really don't even underneath care. Underneath Eli Manning's career quarterback rating. Mm. That's great. You know, Eli's been I got, doing I got, it for years. Though. I got more, though. <laughs> I know, I know. This Why is do you have this? this? What are you trying to do? Do you just sit at home and jerk had, off to these stats? Yes. No, they've had, they've had trash at quarterback since he was born, so this is, like, exciting him. This is ridiculous. Tell me not. What? This is fucking great. This is the first time I've ever had a real quarterback. You have talked the most shit about Eli Manning, and now you're celebrating being one point under him. Sam Darnold posted a 113.9. Sorry. Darnold, sorry. 113 quarterback ready today. Just over... Um, Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. He now owns the two youngest performances of 110 plus quarterback rating in NFL history. Yeah, I mean, he was the youngest to start a game ever. Darnold's nine touchdown passes through the first six games of his career ties him with Marcus Mariota and Jameis Winston for second most all time. What else? First rookie quarterback to throw two plus interceptions and nine plus air yards th- uh, three times in his first six games. Also, a different league. Are you forgetting that it's a different time? Now we throw the ball, Tim. And that was Michael Nania with all these with all these stats. Yeah. Anything where Marcus Mariota and Jameis Winston are second place, congratulations. Yeah, don't keep that boner down. Hey, Winston got me fucking thirty two points this week, so enjoy that. Holla. I did. <laughs> you know, so you know how this whole time I've been like telling you guys how I want jo- uh, Justin Herbert from Oregon. Mm. So he's like the big hot hot shot prospect. And Greg Cosell actually said that if you were to take the quarterbacks that came out this year, the Donald class, and you put him in there, you can make a strong case that he's the best one out of all of them. Apparently his brother's going to Oregon, so it's not even sure that he's going to declare after this season. And I know exactly what's going to happen. John's oh. going to have the first pick. Oh, pay this, Manning. Pay this the asshole the is going to stay in college <laughs> another year with Eli, and then we're just going to get tucked all the way to sleep. Good, y'all. That's, that's what happened to the Jets, man. 25 years. We had to take Ken O'Brien. Oh, no, no, we no, took, took the, the running back. We took Keyshawn. One did we take Keyshawn? Yeah. When did we take the running back? Early, early. Terrible. Blair Williams. I don't know. Yo, honestly, but we took Keyshawn because he didn't come out. I love my family, and I love my brothers, but I love an NFL game check way more. Yeah, yeah. I mean, especially a first overall game check. Yeah, that's because right now the Giants have the number one pick in, in mock drafts, and at most I see them getting to two wins, and they have one. Already. Really? So, yeah, they're bad. They're really bad. I don't know if they're I, two I, wins bad. I would say I, three wins, but like I can't even like I won't picture four. They're such a dumb team that they'll probably win next Monday. I know we're like looking way ahead, but like they're playing in Atlanta. And like that's like a kind of game that they would go out and like Eli would like turn back the clock and throw like four touchdowns, especially how bad that team is. Good luck is. with that. And I don't think that's going to happen ever. But uh, I, I just think that <laughs> I, I just know how this scenario is going to play out because like, you know, we could, I guess we could start off with the Thursday night game. Right, Eagles, Eagles, Giants. Mm-hmm. Transition masters. That out here. game. I've been doing this for a while now. Man. <laughs> uh, that game showed you exactly why you take Barkley at number two, and why you shouldn't. And I think that's like the best way to explain the Giants' performance in that in that football game. Yeah, Barkley went off that game. 
against the number one rush defense in football since like 2017. 130 yards on the ground and a touchdown. Caught nine balls for 100 yards. He's a for 99 yards. 99 yards. You didn't get that 100. Yards. Yeah, a very important distinction because he would have been the first Giant to ever do it, and the Giants sat him in the last drive and yeah. didn't let him do it. But yo, he's a once in a generation type talent, man. He's a generational guy. Like yo, he never goes down the first hit ever. He's I've really good. He's like really it. good. He's, he's fantastic. Yeah. And, and and I get tweets all the time. Anytime he breaks off a run, and it's funny. I don't know if you guys have noticed this trend. Anytime I like shit on him in the chat, he'll break off like a forty yard <laughs> run every single time. And then Danny just like emphasizes it. But yo, look, generational talent. I get that. He's fantastic. He's probably gonna be yo. I think him and Gurley are like the best running backs in football I've seen this year. Complete right. complete game going. I think Kamara's got to be up there. Well, Kamara's had a bad game though. Yes. You know, like Barkley is like, and, and yo, think about it. He's doing that with probably a top, a bottom five quarterback and a bottom five offensive line. And he's doing all this and he's getting no production from his receivers to open things up because the quarterback and the offensive line doesn't provide them time or the luxury to throw downfield. Speaking of that, you've looked really happy lately. Is it because Eric Flowers is a free agent all of a sudden? Oh, he's on the Jaguars. Yeah. But oh, okay. He got picked he, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, oh, he's he gone. By the guys who drafted him? Right, was that the Coughlin? Coughlin era that drafted him? Coughlin did did he draft him? Yeah, interesting. Yeah, so he's down there. Interesting. Uh, I've been watching a lot of Justin Herbert highlights. That's why I'm <laughs> feeling really excited. I like him. I like his game. He also wears number ten, boss, which you know that gets my cock hard. Yo, you know the Jets like <laughs> talking about drafting guys over quarterback. Like the Jets took Jamal Adams over Pat Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. It's all right. We got. We got. I'm saying home. like shit like that happens all the time. You shouldn't be like, yo, it was the one year to get it done. Like we could have had Pat Mahomes. That's true. A lot of teams could have had Pat Mahomes. Yeah. Well, he went what eleven? I think so. Yeah. Fourteen. I, I, Fourteen. Well, Kansas City traded up reason. to get him. Too. Right. Right. Yeah. So I wouldn't like be beating myself up if you got a really good player. Like the Jets got a really great player in Jamal Adams. Maybe the best player coming into that draft. And like same thing with the Giants. Like if you. You can get a generational talent. Like it's not the worst pick in the world. You can get one next year. I agree. Does it hurt more that like the guy that you you wanted has is playing for the Jets? I I really wanted Rosen because I didn't think Darnold would go would not go number one. So when Baker went one, I'm like, oh my god, there you go. Like the guy that I really liked was Darnold. Sounds like me and my fantasy draft. (laughs) I had the third pick. I was like, yo, I'm getting either David Johnson or Zeke. I was like, that's going to be my decision. Then Impy took David Johnson one. Shout out to Impy ruining his season right there. <laughs> Before it even yo, started. Yo, you don't even know about Naheem Hines, though, son. Bro, Naheem, <laughs> return of the Mac is over. Three day don't matter. <laughs> you could have had a chip, but you don't like winning. And you got Todd Gurley? No, I ha- and then Todd Gurley went too. So I was like, oh, shit, Le'Veon Bell is still here. I thought it was going to be Le'Veon Bell and Gurley one and two. So I took Le'Veon and uh, fucked me over too. Oh, there you go. So while Impy fucked himself, he also fucked me. I was the same way. I thought the Jets. I was. I did so much studying of Josh Rosen because I'm like, yo. Nah, you really liked Allen, bro. I liked Allen too. Yeah, but yeah, I, I'm I'm still on the Allen train. Oh, I did a lot of Allen studying as well. Dude could play. He's a baller. Mm. I don't know. Mm. You watch. We'll see. You watch. Nathan Peterman. That's a good quarterback. Not a baller. Anti-baller. Um, anyway, let's let's say track with this game. Uh, oh yeah, word. But one more thing I was gonna say about the Giants is that I'm optimistic about the future because they're one and five so it's like if you get can stay one or two in the draft and grab a quarterback that'd be pretty cool we have a pretty young offense a lot of players that are like good and are super young it's like all right maybe we get like three or four years here that we can figure something out let me throw this scenario at you there's rumblings out of oakland 
Ooh. Oh, no. Have you heard about this? I have. Derek Carr is slated to be a 18, 19 million dollar cap hit next year, and it's the first year that they're he's eligible to get cut because of his guaranteed money going. What would you think about Derek Carr as like a free agent signing? Because one argument that you can make, and some people that I've talked to, is yo look look what Minnesota did. They went in, they got Cousins, right? You can go out and get a quarterback if one of these teams don't want to pay him. Jimmy Garoppolo, right? How would you feel as a Giants fan? Joe, if uh, they got like a guy like Carr, I wouldn't be like that upset with Derek Carr. I don't like because he's still young. He's like twenty six. He's twenty seven. Yeah, 27. but I feel like there's something exciting about the unknown of like a player coming in and be like, "All right, man, you dominated in college. Like maybe you can figure this out." And we have a young team, whatever. With Derek Carr, it's like, and also Derek Carr's not terrible, but. Bro, he was borderline also, MVP a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah, but then he's getting hurt. And he's the type of guy, though, if he changes scenes, like if if he if they use his talent the correct way, he's got all the tools. That's what they're talking about with Amari Cooper because he's on the trading block. Like, that's legit. Like, yo, he could be like a legit change of scenery type of guy. Honestly, if I'm Oakland at this point, blowed up. Yo, I'm going to I'm going to Vegas next year. Cowboy Ranger. I got John Gruden for nine years left. Good luck with that. Did you guys see the the website is John? What is it? Is John Gruden gone yet? Gone yet? Dot is com? Gruden gone is yet? Dot com? I think. Yeah, and it just says no, and then it has the years, weeks, days, hours, minutes, and seconds. It's great. And it, sh- it shows it shows you in real time real time how much money he's made since you've been on the site, <laughs> and how much money he's owed, and how much money he's made already. Is like, it, as you're just on the site, the site's amazing. He's made five dollars right now. Six dollars. It's going <laughs> up like I'm pumping gas. That's how fast it's exactly, going. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what he's doing to the, the <laughs> franchise too. Pumping gas all over it and it's, burning it on fire. It says uh, he's received seven point seven million dollars in total. He is still old ninety two point two million. dollars. Crazy, yo! Ten years, a hundred million dollars. Like, yeah. What the fuck? I, you know, he was getting paid so handsomely to do that call. That call. <laughs> To call the Monday night games, there's like something you needed something lucrative to pry him away. I can imagine John Gruden being like, That's look, insanely lucrative. Look here, man. I'm going to need 10 years, man. Uh, let me guys, let me ask you guys Yo, a question. Yo, he probably had so much security, though, on Monday night football that, it, of course, he needed 10 years. Yeah. He was a life. He would have been a life for a Monday night football. If I'm them, I'm blowing it up. I'm going for that number one pick. I'm going for a quarterback. And I'm just blowing the whole damn thing up. Yeah, they're terrible. Um, but anyway, in, this, in the. The, the Giants and, and Eagles, I wanted to get back on track and kind of ask and pose the question of, do the Eagles have a shot at all? Yes. Do they? Of course. To do what? To win the Super Bowl. What? They absolutely have a chance to win the Super Bowl. You're talking about a team who's, first of all, their quarterback is still hobbled, and the best part of his game is outside the pocket. We... Last night, we watched Patrick Mahomes make all those plays from outside the pocket. Let's not forget that last year's Patrick Mahomes was Carson Wentz. Mm. And he was the one running around and breaking the tackles and making the, the crazy throws that no one thought you could make. He can't do that right now. Mm-hmm. And the team's still moving the ball. They still have, Now their running back went down, but they still have a pretty good running attack. They still have a top offensive line. They still have a top defensive line. The secondary is suspect, but if they can get some pressure on the quarterback, which they can, you can make up for a suspect secondary. It's a good as good team as it was last year? No, but this is definitely a contender. Definitely. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I see it the same way. I think they need to get, you know, the running game so far has, has been, I mean, it was one game, but they looked apart. Clement and Smallwood splitting carries. So for what they lost in the Jai, I think those two will make it up, you know, 
and then some. So, yeah, I think they're a contender. Alshon Jeffrey's uh, return has really helped that offense move the ball downfield. They can now take shots. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were going to Aguilar a lot, who had a big game. I think they have a couple receptions in like 90 yards, mm-hmm. a big play. One was like on a break, the defensive breakdown where he was like wide open, like received a punt it looked like. But, um, yeah, they have weapons pretty much everywhere you look on that offense. And like everything Tim said about that defense, that pass rush makes up that split second that a quarterback would usually have that could, could lead to an open pass, but they take that away with that pass rush. They just lost Peters again, I think, for the year. He tore his tricep or bicep, one of the – you know, the left tackle. But they also lost him last year, and then they went on to win a Super Bowl. So they can play without him. All he's time. also been playing at a low level this year. He looks he he's looks old, like dude. he's, he's like done. He's like 37. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he looks Six. like he's, he's done. up there in age. He was getting beaten like a drum before he went out. I think they could definitely definitely compete for a Super Bowl. They're in the discussion in the NFC. Yeah, I think there's only – I think it, what I was reading today is there's four teams in the NFC with a winning record. So where we thought that the NFC was going to be loaded this year and there was like 12 teams that we thought that could win the Super Bowl, it's really like four teams that are premier teams to the point where 8-8 eight and eight might win a wild card in the, in the NFC. And then you look at the AFC on the other side, there's like mad teams that are, I think there's 10 teams with winning records or, or 500. Right. 500 or better, excuse me. Yeah, I think also with Doug Peterson too, even with a hobbled Wentz, he still makes it work. He's that offensively genius. <laughs> Unlike that vocabulary Genius. sentence. Um, all right, cool. Let's get to the next game here. Uh, the Falcons. Tim's Falcons beat the Bucks <laughs> 34 to 29. I was so glad they didn't blow this game at the end because I just didn't want to come in here and have to hear you. Yo, Me? Yeah. that lateral. Mad close. Yo, if he throws. No, that was a mad good play. It was a mad good play. And I don't know if that was a design, but. Yo, if he, th- if uh, I think it was Evans threw it to Deshaun. Yeah, yeah he if did. If that's up there, I don't think the safety has enough time to. No, he scores. One hundred percent, he scores. Ooh, that would have been something. Yeah, I would have. He threw, his, threw him a seed, but it was just like at his ankles. He mm. couldn't like pick it. He had to like pick it on the short. Yeah, hop. he had. I mean, he tried the best he could. It was he like was he was playing first base and like he got to throw in the dirt and he couldn't field it clean. He was pissed. Yeah. What do you think about? So as of right now, the Buccaneers are tied are on pace to be the worst. Pass defense in the history of the NFL. Mm. They just fired Mike Smith too. There you go. These defensive coordinator, by the yeah, way. Yeah, former uh, head coach of the Falcons. Falcons. Yeah, that's a odd uh, ending. You get lit up in your old, uh, <laughs> your, old right, digs. Mike, your own team. Poetic justice, Because didn't he leave on a? That's the on, one team where you'd be like, I gotta leg up. I yeah. I, I know them. Yeah, yeah, they know you too, Dick. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was a that was a. I kind of a shit show. I, I know a lot of people are saying like, "Oh, what do you got to say about Matt Ryan now?" I gotta say he was at home and he played the worst pass defense ever. Of course, that's what I have to that's say. That's what he has to say. Yeah. Look, he's, he doesn't suck. Yo, uh, you get he's no just credit. overrated. Listen, you can stick to his stance of being overrated, but you have to give credit when it's due sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So he he did a great job lighting up yeah, the worst pass defense exactly. in the league at home. But he did a great job of doing that. You're a hater. Congratulations. That's just like you sound like a hater now more than like. A stance on a take. I, I'm yeah. just, I'm saying facts. That's a loaded compliment, bro. <laughs> you know that's how I do. Julio Jones had a Julio Jones game: ten catches, 143 yards, not a touchdown in sight. Mm. Obviously, Julio Jones game. Yo, Julio uh, Jones. He's nasty. Peyton Barber got ruled a starter Friday night. Play pretty well. Play play any running back 
against that Falcons defense. It's it's unbelievable how bad they are. They're even worse this year than they were last year. And last year they were like historically bad at defending running backs coming out the backfield. And our boy Saquon plays them next week, so that's going to be a, a, a good time. But yeah, there's just something about them defensively that they're. I mean, they're at, destroyed by injuries yeah. too. They got like five guys that they were counting on on IR already. Yeah, this game was everything I thought it'd be in terms of the offense. Like both quarterbacks for 350 plus yards through the air. It was like you kind of saw this three, coming. Three touchdowns for Ryan. Four touchdowns for Jameis. Yeah. Um, I don't. My takeaway is Devontae Freeman. He's supposed to miss another couple of weeks. They're saying it's like week to week again with that injury. So Tevin Coleman has just looked like garbage on the ground. He hasn't really gotten it done at all. And I feel like if the Falcons who are Yo, it's crazy. They're a two-win football team, and like they put up points every week. It's obviously the defense the and the injuries that we've talked yeah. about, but it's just like I feel like having that running game would chew more clock up and keep that defense because I feel like they have to go to the air. They resort to going to the air with a is it Ethel Smith who gets in, who seems like he scores every week from inside ten yards, and then Tevin Coleman, and they're not really running the ball effectively, and they got to air it out more. That leads to quick drives and scores, or quick drives and off the field. And that is so that like puts even more pressure on the defense. Exactly my point. So like. The, the Devontae Freeman injury, I think, hurts in more ways than one. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that team's reeling right now. That, that's a big win, though, for them. That is. Because that, that's that, a season savoring. Right, saving it wins. is. Because if you if you go and you would lose a division game, you go to one and five, it's hard to get out of that hole. Now you've... Especially with the Saints and the Panthers playing the way they're playing. Right. So And the Panthers with a big loss yesterday, too. So that was right. giant for them. So now they're only, one, they're, what, two games behind the Panthers? Mm. That's that's make-upable ground. So if they can get their, their act together, they have a shot, but... They'll need to they'll need to do it on the road too. They haven't been a good road team. Uh next game we have the Chargers beating the Browns thirty eight to fourteen. Melvin Gordon went off. Hundred and thirty two yeah. yards, three touchdowns. Also Tyrell Williams, who I have Mike Williams, so every time he caught a touchdown, I was like, Yeah. No. <laughs> Hundred and eighteen yards, two touchdowns also, but they just led the fucking Yo the scoring attack. Quietly four and two. There are two losses. Two best teams in football without their best player, Joey Bosa. I'm not ready to sell my stock on on this Chargers team. And this is what? This is their third road game, right? This is their second of three road games in a row, if I'm not mistaken? Uh, I'm not sure. I'd have to check that. I, I do know that they play in London this week. They play week. London they, next they week. They play the Titans this I mean, that's Sunday. That's essentially a road game. They're staying no in where. Cleveland for the next four days and then flying to London straight from Cleveland. Yeah. yeah. Well, that travel would suck if you go back west and come all the way back. Right. So they got to stay. In, that's that's gonna be a long ass road trip for them. That's two weeks on the road. But I mean, besides that, they played fucking phenomenal. Yo, Melvin Gordon. This is the first year where he's nice. Like he's always been a good fantasy player. He's always volume. got the volume. But he's nice this year. Like he cannot be stopped, especially in the passing game. Like dude can't be tackled on the first attempt. It's kind of like Saquon Barkley, except that Saquon Barkley gained fifty pounds on his upper body. Mm. It's nuts. He's averaging five yards a carry this season with six touchdowns on the ground. And that, what about through the air? Through the air, it's the numbers are even gaudier. I don't know. I think he has like thirty receptions already. They uh, so in the offseason, maybe season, more. They they signed one of the Pouncey brothers, and then they got Forrest Lampin, who was their second round pick last year. So you, it, it was only a matter of time before they get that running game going. And like, yo, they're not even getting Mike Williams involved the way I think they should. But like. Every week, it seems like it's a different guy on the outside that steps up for him. Like Terrell, Terrell Williams out of nowhere just had a monster game. There was one drive where he literally caught every single pass going down the field. They were 
Reminded me of when we play ICYP with Joey. It was like first, second, third down, all to Joey, and then someone else would score the touchdown. Except this guy would always, this guy scored the touchdown on that play. And I also like Austin Eckler. Like, yeah. He has impactful eight to nine touches. Whereas, like, you look at the box score and you see how many times he touched the ball. You're like, damn, that's it. But it's like, it stands out. It reminds you, like, the plays that he made. He picked up a clutch third and seven for them also. Yeah, they had two. They, I feel like they do it differently every week. Like you said, that, that O line edition, they ran the ball for 200 plus yards. Phillip Rose was only 11 for 20. So he wasn't really throwing much. And it, it was those deep balls to Tyrell mm-hmm. that really boosted his stats. And yeah, like Tim said, they, they go to London against the Titans, they're home. Then they go to Seattle and then to Oakland. So even though they're on the West Coast, that's four straight games away from home. So it was a big win to get uh, under their belt against the Browns on the road to get this uh, like four-game swing away from home underway. How are we feeling about the Browns? I mean, I think they need time no matter what. Who's expecting them to win? They're not right? an 0-16 team anymore, but they're also... They also need time. I, I they think they're they also are. better than what they showed yesterday. They need, Baker needs time. He needs to... He doesn't look great. In oh, the early going, he just, Baker. He think, needs to throw picks. It, it's gonna happen. It's like you, I think it's like a young quarterback problem. Yeah, that it's also the like, inaccuracy, man. Like Antonio Callaway had ten targets, caught two receptions. Jarvis Landry had nine targets, caught the ball two times. They combined for like under forty yards on yeah, twenty had, targets. <clears throat> Dude, that's a good defense over there too. Sure, but they've been susceptible to getting scored on. He's also looked good at times and that's really all you can ask for a rookie is like show me something like when you get into a rhythm this is a team i don't think anyone really expected them to beat the chargers like chargers are a good team i don't know, i watch i watch baker i watch josh allen i watch like Mahomes even yesterday some these guys hold on to the ball sometimes too long and just that's Mahomes' biggest problem they don't throw it away they yeah, just yo, like try and make a play he almost threw two picks yesterday because he, w- he refuses to throw the ball away just throw it away. When you have the ability to roll out of the pocket, turn around, spin, and still make a dime on the run. Yes, but there's times when I you think that hard, the, it's hard to do that. Live no. to see another down. Exactly. And it's just being a smart player. You can't just force everything. Yesterday, it should have been picked off. He threw it into, like, triple coverage, but it got batted down by, like, three different people. Mahomes, I'm talking about. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, that's one of the problems that, like, rookies have. But, I mean, these are things I think Baker looks good enough that I'm optimistic about the future. Like, say, like, this is my guy. Just keep throwing. He threw the ball 46 times uh, this week. Keep throwing him throw the ball, whatever. You guys aren't there yet. No one is expecting you to be there yet. Just let him make his mistakes and learn from it so the next year he comes in and he's he's better. I want to see Chubb a little more. I know, like, it's a fluky game. Three three carries, 105 a couple weeks ago. And, like, last week I don't think he got a carry. And this week he didn't really do much, so... I think they should involve him more. He was a second round pick too. You gotta, you gotta think that he's in their plans. Like you said, he's a second round pick. And my boy El Guapo, Carlos Hyde is uh, sorry, El Guapo is on a one year deal. So it's not like he's part of your plans going forward. I think the big issue is the head coach, Sashi Brown. I think was the former GM's name. He's a guy that assembled this team, and he comes from. Uh, and also Dorsey, the uh, GM is from the Kansas City staff who drafted Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, Kareem Hunt. And then from there, he's over in, in Cleveland. I'm like, yo, they've they've drafted and gotten some good-ass players in free agency. I kept, I kept mentioning how they got rid of 17 starters from last year's team that they brought in this year, new players. So 51% roster turnover. Yeah, yeah I, th- I think the big issue is Hugh Jackson. I'm like, I, I don't know what this – like, if, if they lose, like – 
four of the next five, I think you just like fire. But we were talking go. about their issue too yesterday. Joe, we were watching them. We're like, yo, like, what's their issue? And I, I brought up losing Josh Gordon. Like, they have no outside threat really. All their guys are small. Like, Cowboy is a little guy. Jarvis Landry's a slot guy. Like, they don't really have that outside threat for uh, Baker to throw mm-hmm. up and someone go get it. So I thought I thought that was like a kind of thing that that's going under the radar. Yeah, but I do think this team. Uh, if you're a Browns fan, I, I would be optimistic because uh, yeah. you, uh, don't expect to win this year. You got two wins. Enjoy them. They have to go and fucking trade them to the Patriots. Ugh. Yeah, well, no one can do. Um, all right, next game we have. Where the fuck am I? Here we go. Uh, Jets beat the Colts forty-two to thirty-four. Picked off luck three times. Damn, I honestly thought Tim was going to be a yay-yay before you could even... Yeah, I mean, there's nothing to not yay-yay about this game. This game was a good one. Uh, this could have been even more points if Robbie Anderson didn't drop a ball that was right in, right in, right in his hands just by Darnold. And, yo, he played well 24 of 30, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. He, he threw one really bad interception, but besides that, yeah, yo, look at what he's doing. Quincy Newell might be out. So now it's going to be... He is. He's week to week. What, like three to four weeks, they said, with sprained ankle. Well, there you go. It's going to be Robbie Anderson, and it's going to be Terrell Pryor, who had a good game last Ditto, night. Yeah. He, and it's going to be Jermaine Curse, And he's making these guys look like... He, they, he, he's making them look like number one receivers. Neither the, None of them are. But he's making them into that. He was throwing dimes. He was throwing accurate dimes. He sold that screen pass on the touchdown pass to Herndon so well. That was a good play. I mean, it was beautiful. It was a beautiful thing. I loved every second of it. Yeah, I, I remember, I think it was week two, they played the Dolphins, and he threw that interception in the back of the end zone. Terrell Pryor was like, yo, it's on me. I didn't finish my route. Yesterday, he ran a, a hook or a stick route, whatever you want to call it. Yo, that ball was out before he turned around, and like, I feel like he, he still trusts Pryor, which is good to see from a young quarterback. Sometimes you throw a pick on you know the wide receiver's floor, like, damn, I don't know if I can trust him, but... Sam Donald like continues to go back to his guys, so that's good. He has everything he says like in the in the post game. I'm just like, yo, this guy, I feel like this guy's been playing here ten years. Like the stuff he says, always crediting his team, his defense. So yeah, it's fun to watch. I mean, they could the Jets look like they could run block. Like Tim brought up that point, uh, I think a couple last week or a couple weeks ago that they're not the best pass blocking team, but they could definitely run block and Blau Powell and Crowell have yeah really had no problem running the football the last couple of weeks. So it's encouraging to watch the Jets are are three and three now after a bad month after um, their week one win. So I feel like where I kind of thought the season was over myself, where I was taking that your Browns approach was like, yo, just enjoy your rookie quarterback and make some, you know, get a couple wins. I kind of want to see the Jets go like 500 now or nine and seven. I mean, the defense has been playing well. When the defense plays up to their capabilities, they play well. And I have, I have live audio of that, um, of that throw you're talking about to prior. Good Yo, Avery God, Williamson, dude. by the way, who, who all mentioned in the preseason show, is a monster. Monster. Well, you dude. actually, yeah. that was your yeah. guy. Yeah. Dude, I didn't. I knew he was going to be good. I had no idea he was this good. He's he everywhere. all over everywhere. the place. Yo, what a great signing. So you should want the Jets to go 8-8 eight and eight because it doesn't matter where you're going to end up in the draft now because you don't need to waste it on a quarterback. So don't tell Dominic. If our friend Dominic is listening, you know, I'm sorry Nick said that. <laughs> At that point, you just do. No, nah, I agree with you. Yeah, I agree best player you. available, and then just build from there. 
I, I said coming into the season, I don't think the Jets have that many holes. It's like O-line, and then it's just offensive weapons on the outside. Right, playmakers. The defense is there, and when it wants to, when it plays up to its capabilities, we see what they give up a ton of points, but they turn. They, I feel like they're all or nothing. So it was a lot of garbage time plays, and it was also a lot of Andrew Luck being Andrew Luck. Can, can we get some love for Andrew Luck, yo? This guy is out here. He had 400-yard passing throwing to fucking Chester Rogers, and God knows who his first name is, Pascal. And... <laughs> Like these guys that Ryan Grant, who got who got just thrown away by the Ravens earlier. Like this is this is not a a four hundred yard producing team, and he's producing four hundred yards with them I'll after give, missing two years. I want to give Eric Ebron too his props. Oh yeah, like, Eric Ebron is not finding his way at all in Detroit. He's come over and he's like a red zone extraordinaire now. He's being used correctly. Well, he's playing with a good quarterback. That's now, true too. too. Well, I mean Stafford's a good quarterback. Uh, uh, I'd even say a great quarterback now. He's not a tight end, <laughs> Eric Ebron. He's a slot receiver he's in a, a tight end. He's a physical specimen. Yeah, he's, he's, he's he giant. can't. Don't put him on the line of block because he's never going to be able to. Yeah. But put him out there and line him up and yeah. in the slot and let's see what happens. I've been saying this about Andrew Luck since, what, we started this podcast, that he he delivers with the most underwhelming roster in football. Outside of T.Y. Hilton, even till now, maybe you could say Quentin Nelson, who's very high on PFF as far as like impactful rookies. There's no one on that team that you want. And T.Y. Hilton is a product of Andrew Luck. And uh, was that center they took? They took that center too in the uh, uh, Ryan Kelly Bama. last yeah, year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's good too. Yeah. That's the thing, yo. They, they build that old line for Andrew Luck, and now, like, yeah, T.Y. Hilton no goes weapons. down, he has nothing outside. Yeah. Oh, jeez. They have no more than Max back, so. Yeah. He ran a couple good ones yesterday. Yeah. So that's high praise. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Next game we have the Seahawks beat the shit out of the Raiders 27-3. to Raiders might be the ones with the first overall pick this year. They're the worst team in the league. They're Speaking really of picks, that was an easy pick for me yeah, last well, week. Yeah. Via spread. <laughs> Seahawks <laughs> minus three and a half, I think it was. Yeah. Let me ask you guys a question. Worst team in the league. Bills, Raiders, since Nick wants to throw the Giants in there, the Bills at least play Wait, defense. What do you mean, Cardinals? Since Nick wants it. You wouldn't put the We're Giants. I wouldn't put them at the in the that conversation with those guys. I still think you guys have more talent than all the rest of those teams. They do, yeah, yeah, but, but we still can't win. But right, they, they can't right. get the ball to that talent. It's true, but I mean, <laughs> like at least the Bills beat the the Vikings twenty seven to three or whatever the fuck that was. I'd probably put I'd probably put Oakland as the worst team of football, and then the Giants. Over the Bills? Yeah. The Bills yo, defense is real. Yo, Bills Bills got two wins. Yeah. Could it could add three. Bills could quietly be three and three right now. And we'd have no idea how it how it happened. <laughs> Shout out to Nathan Peterman. Just blowing up oh eliminator pools left and right if they would have won that game yo, yesterday. I scratch my head every time I see Bills. We'll talk about that later. Place to win oh, a game. Okay. And they already blew up in eliminator pools and they beat the Vikings. <clears throat> yeah, beat the Vikings. Beat the shit out of the Vikings, too. There was a thousand people in my pool. There was like 80 left after that week. Damn. Yeah. 80? I think the Packers lost that week, too, to yeah. someone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I forgot who, but they definitely <laughs> lost that week. But I, I think, um, I mean, Seattle, like, guys like uh, wide receiver's name is Moore and J. Ron Brown are scoring touchdowns. My boy Tyler Lockett, I, I guess. Yo, he's actually been pretty productive. Now, I still don't know if I'd pay him $10 million a Ooh, year. Tyler Lockett? Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Carson had a touchdown called back because of an illegal formation. Nothing else. Carr was getting... Yo, did you see that video of Carr? It looked like he was crying when he was on the floor. No. He got uh, he got sacked, and, like, that's where he hurt his arm. And it just, like, yo, I felt so bad for the dude. 
Like it just looked like he was dead ass crying <laughs> on the floor. Yo, like he got helped up by the ref, and it was just brutal. Do you know that stat where it's like average depth of target? Yeah. Do you want to know what Derek Carr's average depth of target was last week? Just what? try and guess. You just got to guess. Seven. Seven. Go ahead, Nick. I don't know. Eight, eight to nine. Eight. Nine. Point one. <laughs> Point. Wait, what does that mean? Him, one. Him throwing. It means he threw eight screen passes. Just that offense is just not in the in the real world. It's not in the modern world. It's not. It, it's it's from 1999. It's the West Coast offense from 1999 that like the Buccaneers will use to win the championship. They have no. They have no weapon. Like Amari Cooper got hurt in the first quarter. That was then, a brutal hit. Yeah, and there was uh Jared. It's like Jared Cook. Like, come on. Like he's solid, but come on. That's he doesn't want to be your weapon. Yeah. That's your number one weapon. You're in trouble. Like Sir Rashad Penny finally got the they ball They do have rolling. Seth Roberts. Yo, 30 carries for the combined for the Seahawks. Good luck in fantasy trying to figure out that backfield. But in real life, reality, that three-headed monster is working. Yeah. So I wouldn't say it's three-headed. All right, two-headed. But the third head got added. The third head had his best game of the season. Yeah. What do you, how, many, how many carries do you have? Nine for 43. Nine. So that's that's. That's a little like nub head, you know, like the one of those they gotta <laughs> remove. I would, I would, I would wait to see what happens in the next week before we call it three headed. It's like it's like two and a quarter. All right, I'll t- I'll take that. Two and a quarter. Two and a quarter. Next, <laughs> we have the Redskins beating the Panthers twenty three to seventeen. I don't know how Washington's three and two. I have no idea. I was just looking at that now in the standings. I was like, they're they're three and two in first place in the NFC East. Uh, I mean. Sloppy game. Washington had like no wide receivers on the outside, and Alex Smith was doing his usual stuff. Like Jordan Reed converted a couple third downs, and that was it. That was nothing else that I could take away from this game. I mean, Greg Olson came back and he looked pretty healthy. He played 59 of 60 snaps, so his leg isn't a concern, which is crazy because a lot of people were saying he might go to IR when yeah. he first got hurt. Well, supposedly he's going to need surgery, like eventually. He, he, so he's yeah. still playing like a broken bone in his foot. Yeah, how much shit is he getting shot up with? I mean, he does a have a third leg. To be, you know, he does have a third leg, yeah. yeah so, so maybe it helps his stability. Like it's probably a backup leg, you know what I'm saying? Uh, the biggest takeaway I have from this game is sometimes I can't understand offensive coordinators. Like, you're the you're the Panthers, and you're moving the ball down the field. And on, on uh, I don't think they're in the red zone. On the precipice of the red zone, you throw three straight times on with five yards to go for the first down. You throw three straight times on Cam Newton, two of them as timing routes. And I just I just can't understand how offensive coordinators continue to call timing routes in clutch situations. Like the Broncos, they were down one score and they threw a fade to Jeff Hauserman, their backup tight end, mm. in the end zone on third and like three on, on third and like three. And then they ended up kicking a field goal and they ended up losing by that much. It's like, what the fuck are you thinking? And that's and that's what I got from the Panthers. It's like a lot of the offensive play calling with the Panthers is, what the fuck are you thinking? As for the Redskins, you know, if you look at their wins and their losses, the biggest thing that sticks out is Adrian Peterson's production. When Adrian Peterson is pr- producing, they win. When he's not, they're losing. And that's because that team, I have no faith that they can come back. But if they get an early lead, they have the they have a good defense. And they have a running game that could run out the clock on you and a quarterback that's not going to turn the ball over. And that's the recipe for leading, uh, winning when leading. Now, if you're going to you know, fall back a little bit, then you're fucked. Because what are you going to do with Adrian Peterson when you're down 14? 
Yeah, he put Chris Thompson in there. Yeah, but he he missed the game. He's he's good for missing four or five games every year. Yeah. So you never know. So I don't know. The the, the Redskins are in first place. NFC East, mm-hmm. just like that. Yeah, they did a Funches good job. had some crazy grab too. You saw that? Oh yeah, yeah. It was mad disrespectful. Yeah, Odie on Quentin Dunbar, Dunbar, I think it was. Like that's the type of Picked shit that if it happens in the park, that guy can't come back to the park for like. Nah, you're like, yo, go take a seat, bro. It's like, yo, there. isn't that that kid who got domed by Devin? It's like, yo, just go, just go get a Gatorade or something. <laughs> <laughs> Sunnage, it's bad. Um, all right, cool. Uh, next game we have the Texans beating the Bills twenty to thirteen. Shout out to Nathan Peterman again, dude. Can I, can, that guy needs to get cut, bro. When he threw that touchdown, it was the funniest thing in the world. He was so excited. Yeah, because like, oh, my God. Toss. That was a dime. Look, great, but he was so excited. I mean. I feel you, dog. But then you threw a pick six the next <laughs> the next pass. <laughs> like, you just, you just had to Nathan Peterman the shit out of it right after. I saw a tweet. Someone's like, Nathan Peterson, every time he takes the field, looks like he is trying to be the worst quarterback of all time. <laughs> He's succeeding. <laughs> he is succeeding. The it's fact that this guy has a, a fucking roster spot is unbelievable. Ineptitude at the next extreme. He has never shown anything that's been like, all right, maybe. It nope. makes me like feel bad for Josh Allen. That's his quarterback like room. Well, they just like, signed uh, Derek it. Anderson to get some. Uh, Derek Anderson's like 45 years old. <laughs> They're Josh McCounting, Jason a- uh, Derek Anderson. That'll put him on the right path. Well, yo, Derek Anderson had success. He was the last... Person to take the what do you call the Browns to the playoffs? They're not, they're no easy feat. Oh yeah, nah, you're right. Almost l- make the last playoffs. quarterback to have a winning record. Yeah, nine and seven. Years, you're right. What about Kelvin Benjamin being asked by Josh Allen, "Yo, man, you want to run some routes?" And he's like, "Nah." In pre-game, pre-game warm-up, his quarterback's like, "Yo, let's go out there. Let's work on a couple things." He's like that speaks volumes to the no. season he's having. Like I don't know who he thinks he is, or if he thinks he's above, above. I don't know who he thinks he's above and beyond that. Yo, you can't warm up your quarterback. Like, yeah, that's why you suck. Yeah. That's why you got traded from Carolina. That's why you haven't had success in Buffalo. Like, that's just a terrible attitude. He should he should be a tight end. I think if Kelvin Benjamin was a tight end, I'd be more interested. Kelvin Benjamin needs to go. Yeah. Texans, three and three. Hanging in there in a shitbag division. Oh, my God. Worst division For, football. How on earth is this team in first place? I don't know. They accidentally won three games. <laughs> it was an accident, honestly. What on earth? What's going on? Yo, am I a bad fan for hating that the Giants beat them? I've made an investment in the futures market on the Texans. Nah, no. And I look at that, I'm like, damn, why did they beat them? Like, looking at how how the season turned out, I would have preferred them being 0-6. Thoughts? I mean, at this point, when you're 1-5, you're like... We're not going to win the division. We're not going to make the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, yeah, actually, we could, we could. Yeah, I mean, in hindsight, it's like, all right, well, that I wish we were 0-6 yeah. then. <laughs> I was that guy that when I passed other Jet fans, I would say, suck for Sam to all of them. So I feel you. Root, root to lose, bro. What's the point of winning? Not at the beginning of the season. No, no, not at the beginning. But at this point, right. we're kind of like, well, our division is so bad that like there is a chance numerically. Or whatever the numbers you could. There's a ro- the there's a roadmap to eight and eight. And yeah. I don't know if that'll be enough, but the way it's shaping out, I can't see that happening. There's nothing about the Giants that seems to be rolling. But someone needs to insert Eli with like a youth serum. Dude, how do you guys feel about the Sean Watson? I think he is. Uh, is he good? Is he bad? Or did he lose it? 
He's just holding the ball too long. Yeah, yeah. he holds the ball a lot. And yeah. when you're playing behind that offensive line, you can't do that. That's you're gonna what get I was murdered. Earlier, with young quarterbacks, he's one of them. Mm-hmm. And he's getting hit. He's gotten hit so many times as a result. It's like that dude is beating himself up. Right. He has he's a, some big hits. He has bruised ribs and a bruised lung. Can't be good. I didn't even know you could bruise your lung. Yeah, that's what I was when I was looking at the injury report. It, uh, yo, the play calling is just dumb. Like I, I understand. Like if I had a quarterback like that, I wouldn't design run plays for him. I would say to him, run when the play breaks down. I think that's a safer approach because that's when guys get hurt. That's why Russell Wilson has been killing it since he got into the league because they rarely run him as like the primary runner. A lot of Russell uh, Russell Wilson's magic is when like the play the play breaks down. Jeez, I can't speak. I'm thinking about Giants and bets and all that <laughs> praying, um, praying <laughs> prayers. <laughs> So I, I think that's what I would tell Watson. And yo, he has another weapon now. Kiki, he's, do you he's, love me? He's that slot receiver that they've been needing. Cutie? They went through a lot. If you think about it, they went through Braxton Miller. They went through uh, Bruce Ellington. Now they finally found a guy. I believe he played with Pat Mahomes too. I heard. I think he's from Texas I'm Tech. I'm not sure. I'd have to fact check that. But yeah, yeah. Watson also just like going back to the running. He's one who's all, all about the extra yard and not like protecting himself. I feel like he'll learn very shortly that, you know, to play a long time in this league, you got to, especially as a quarterback, you got to take care of yourself. Yo, I, he was on the press conference the other day. He's like, yeah, you know, it's just my style. I'm going yeah, for the yeah. yard. Like, yo, how many, peop- how many people have to say that and that be like the clip after they're dead? But not, you know, in football terms, dead, metaphorically dead from like, like like Vince Young, like RG three, you're always Bro, looking like once last year. Like what? Like you're always like, looking at these be... clips of them saying that exact phrase. Like yo, there's got to be a time where I don't care how young you are, I don't care how good you are. Like you are more important than one yard. Come on, dog. Like think. You just gotta look at Russell Wilson, man. He's still a mobile quarterback. Everyone respects his shit. He gets the yards on the ground and he runs the ball and. Mm-hmm. He still, you know, he does the right thing. He gets out of bounds. He slides early, like whatever. Live to see another down. Russell Wilson is like an exceptional human, though. Like he does everything like of the course, way it's but, supposed but to be done. Well, that's what I'm saying. You fucking you follow these people. Like he's not like he's he's some guy who's collapsing in the pocket. He's he can get out and make some plays, but he knows when to go down. And you just have to do that. Um, anyway, let's move forward here. We got the Vikings beating the Cardinals, twenty-seven to seventeen. By 10 points instead of 11. Suck it, David Johnson. Yeah, you're sick. Latavius Murray had a huge huge game. (laughs) 24 carries. They relied on him. This looks like a fucking 1990s fucking stat line here. 24 carries, 155 yards, and a touchdown. What about feeling Thielen? Dude, you already know Thielen. Leading the league in reception, in in yards. He hasn't had under 100 yards in a game, I don't think. This guy is fucking... First person to ever do that. Bro, Offensive Player of the Year. I'm telling you guys. Seven, yeah. What was that, two weeks ago, our quarter report? Yeah. Good call. The dude is nice. He's nice. He's good, man. And, you know, anytime Kirk is, like, pressured, he just throws to him, too. And you thought it was just, like, I thought it was just, like, a uh, Keenum thing where, all right, those guys clearly had a chemistry. He's nice. No. Yeah. Like, you got to look past that white skin and see the the athleticism inside of him because <laughs> white receivers aren't usually built Adam Thielen style. Yeah, it was funny. Ryan, uh, Ryan Clark put out a tweet and he's like, yo, stop saying gym rat, uh, high motor, like those stereotypical like 
hard worker hard worker thing smart you know, yeah good yeah. hands it's like nah this dude is a baller like that's the only way you should describe him as like a baller and a lot of people are like yo how many wide receivers right now would you want over him not many yeah I, I maybe posted. maybe like four four is he top five, five right now i'd say so uh who's top five you want antonio like, brown deandre production wise yeah yeah nah, he's not top five Production wise, he's of easy. Michael Thomas. He's he's, he's blank well, one. He's one yeah. But he's right outside. I would say he's like probably six, seven, eight around there. Because you got I mean you got Michael Thomas, you but, got Odell, you got A B, you got Julio, you got DeAndre Hopkins. All outside guys. And then though. like all right, but still you would want those guys on your team before him. I mean that's because they can make the big play. Like Thielen gets it done. But that's what I'm saying. They're all receivers. I'd rather have them than him. That's it. That's uh, fair. I disagree. That's fair. You'd rather have him over them. Yeah. I wouldn't. I'd I mean, probably go Mike Thomas, AB, Julio, D Hop, and then him. Bro, Thielen is no, I, want, I want Odell over him. Nah, nah, nah. Ooh. Nah, I do. Thielen's all about moving the ball. He'll take his targets wherever they come. These guys, like, you got to hit them downfield. Nah, it's, it's, yeah, but it works every fucking year. I mean, no, yeah. it don't. What do you mean? Julio's I mean, it do. It, it does. But. Dude, Julio and AB alone, like, those are easy. Like, yes, I'd rather have them. Like, they get 1,400 yards every year. It's insane. He's, he's mean, it's not like he lacks Adam in the touchdowns. Thielen's right on his way. Yeah, now. But I'm saying like, it's so not like you asked who do I want now. I want Adam Thielen now. And it's not but like, I'm saying like Thielen, this year. But I'm saying like if we've seen it already for five years, it's like I'd rather have them. Yeah, but he hasn't been around for five years. Sure, but I'm just saying. It's not like Thielen doesn't have the big play. He does. He goes downfield. Yeah, he does very much so. He does everything. That's why I, I want him. Anyway, Vikings three two and one. Uh, that's so weird. They're three two one. <laughs> Blast off Shut the f- <laughs> <laughs> Christian Kirk Next boy Led mm. the team in uh, Yards and receptions Wait till you see Christian Kirk this week Guarantee you Monster game coming Prime time Should I on, Should I start him On yearly Denver. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. I, I've been starting him The last two weeks I've been starting him mm. I have to My team is trash I don't know how I'm 3-3 three and three. But uh, Leads the team And targets And yards Ever since um, Josh Rosen took over True and I, story And uh, their defense Is really really good Cardinals defense is really good. I think they're being slept on. They could generate a pass rush. They're also shopping Patrick Peterson. The report came out when like the Amari Cooper news came also. So that's going to be interesting. Um, but yeah, that team, I, I also don't like their their head coach too. I think he's a big issue for their failure so far. Vanilla ass play calling. Like you go from Bruce Arians for one of the most creative minds maybe in the history of football offensively to this nonsense where you can't even use the best player in Arguably the best, most talented player in football, Yo, David Johnson. David advantage. Johnson hasn't gotten it going at all this year. No, and there's like, who, you can't blame. Like, who, who can you blame? There's the blame is all around. The blame is to the play calling. Like, you have a rookie back there. You have no real receiving threat, especially because Larry Fitzgerald. All of a sudden, you know, everyone's Shot. like, yeah, everyone's like, when is it gonna come? It's here. It's here. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he if he retires at the end of the season. Well, I think I'm pretty sure he said he that called he, it, he yeah. was, yeah. Okay, there you go. Right, then I definitely won't be surprised because he announced it. <laughs> hey, yo, and that's another thing. Christian Kirk is playing out of position. He lines up on the outside because he's he's built to be a slot receiver, and that's where he was successful at college. But that's where Larry Fitzgerald plays. So if he's producing now, wait until he gets into his role and that chemistry that he already has with Josh Rosen. Sky's the limit. That's another team in the conversation for first round pick. First pick overall, Cardinals. Yeah. God damn it. I wish there wasn't so many bad teams. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's all right. They all have quarterbacks. That's what I was saying. Yeah, they all true. have quarterbacks except for us. We're, I think we're the only team 
that doesn't have a quarterback for the future in, in the entire NFL. So I was telling you when I was trying to talk you off the ledge. I mean, so ask like, the Broncos if they got a quarterback for the future. They can tell you no. Although Miami. Swag. Swag Kelly. Let them know. Imp over there. Miami yeah, like found uh, some Brocky Brocky little cocky. Fuck him. Please stop. Um, next game, Steelers, Bengals. Steelers went 28-21. to Slobber knocker. This is a good game. James Conner has a 100-yard game again. Two touchdowns. Juju also lining it up. Also on my fantasy team. I don't know how we let that happen. Someone looked at his fantasy team when we were on Xbox. He's like, dog, how you guys let that shit happen? It's because I have no fucking running game. That's why. I have Kamara, and then I have like Deion Lewis. Who'd you start this week with Kamara on by? It was terrible. I I looked at your team. I forgot. It was Deion Lewis. Deion Lewis and... uh, well, you started Chris Thompson. Well, I started too. Chris Thompson by accident because I, I honestly had no idea. I started Chris Thompson in two leagues. But he was flexing, though. You had someone else in your running back slot. I forgot. Austin Eckler? Eckler, yeah. I have a. I, I, at, the, at the beginning of the season, I had no starting running backs. Bro, on if my you team. see Austin Eckler and, and Deion Lewis against you, you're expecting to win that week. And, I, had Kam- and I have Kamara. I have no running backs on my team that are just like running backs. Like they're just like Pass second catching. guys. That's that how like, to do it these days. But but my receivers are so good yeah, that it's like I have Thielen, Juju, and uh, Mike, Mike Thomas. Thomas. Wait, what, what game are we talking about? What? I forgot what Pittsburgh. game we talking about. Pittsburgh. Oh, right. The Pittsburgh games. Morning. Yes. Uh, we're talking about fantasy. Yeah, because we were talking about Juju and shit. But, uh, also, Antonio Brown got going again, 100, 100 yards in a session. Man, the, this one again is, I think, is on the Bengals, man. Yo, how do you leave the field with no safeties at that point of the game? Saw the video of Vontez Perfect. He's nah. coming off. He's in, he's, they're going into the locker room, and he just grabs one of the coordinators, our head coach, uh, one of the coaches, and he's like, yo, how we leave zero coverage on AB? He's like, how we do that in that situation? Like, we can't do that. But to be fair, they were selling out to for the were field goal. Range. Yeah. yeah, I was my mental. I was like, "Yo, they're down. What are they down? One or yeah, two? Yeah, yeah. I was like, "Yo, they're gonna take three here." I was shocked as hell. I that was they blown threw them away. Low. Yeah, crazy. Nobody man. saw that coming. Not even the Bengals. Nobody did. Yeah, for sure. But yo, you want to talk about Sunnage? What about Juju on that on Denard? That, that catch too. Slid so in the end zone on his helmet and style. You know, he got called down at the one. Yo, Joe Hayden's been balling too. If they could get him, oh, yeah, Joe he Hayden. looks back. He dropped a pick. Six. Yeah, he dropped two interceptions. He Bro. he went to Twitter and he was Joey like, was frustrated with the drop pick on one of the. Oh. He's like, yo, I was writing his numbers. That don't happen. Yeah, yeah, but he he's playing well too. And and he yo, is. look, Pittsburgh. Who knows what's happening with Le'Veon Bell? There's mixed reports. He's coming back. He's been in touch. He hasn't. So Big Ben. No. Yeah, post conference. I mean, post game press conference. He goes, yeah, you know, James was great today. He was a bowling ball. And it's a good thing he had a good game because this is his last game, apparently, with the, with the Steelers because Le'Veon's coming back next week. Yeah. He's yeah. just trolling the reporters. All right. But, yo, but today no was – No sign him in practice. There was Le'Veon. no practice. It was a team meeting today. And then Tuesday, Wednesday, they have practice. And then they're off because it's their bye week. So they're off, like, bye week, whatever. Do whatever the hell you want. So we'll so know by Tuesday, the time Wednesday. Yeah. You, we'll you, know by the time we record if Le'Veon reported or not. Thursday, yeah. Ooh, Spicy. Spicy. No, nah, it's a big win though too. Like the like, the Bengals would have been five and one. Yeah. So they were, and all of a sudden on their way to running away at the division. But now with a Ravens win, a Steelers win, and everything's right back. You know, back to AFC North, three team, three horse race. And they've all beat each other, right? Bengals beat the Ravens. Ravens beat the Steelers. Yeah, Steelers yeah. beat the Bengals. So it's it's classic come AFC down to North. Yeah, classic. Yeah, for real, real classic. And then, AFC and then the North. Browns even beat the uh, the Browns tied with the Steelers. 
Week one, yeah. And then they beat the Ravens last week. So it's like, yo, you, yo, even Cleveland's in this. But that would have been a dope-ass game. If, if Cincinnati would have won, they play on Sunday Night Football this week against the Chiefs. You would have had two teams, five and one, number one seed up for grabs. But that's still a big game, yo, too. Four, two, five, one, still, still good. Yeah, yeah. Still goodies. They're good. They're good there. I, I like the Bengals a lot, but they're, they're get, they got to – this is why I can't support Marvin Lewis keeping this job. They have to learn how to finish games. They just don't know how. They never have in the Marvin Lewis era. Like, that is a game that you have to win. Supposedly, like, Big Ben's like, yo, left us too much time. It was like 120-something left. Yeah, they had two times. the ball back. Yeah, he's like, yo, it's too much time. It's, it's just too much. Big Ben's been around the block. Too much. It's too much. Too much Bengals. Uh, next, the Dolphins, who are four and fucking two. Beat the Bears thirty-one to twenty-eight. How the fuck are the Dolphins four and two? Brock, Brocky Brock, Brock, Little Brock. Brock. He had a big cock on this one. Brocky Brock, Congo cock. Let me tell you some. Someone won a million dollars on DraftKings yesterday because they took him as their starting quarterback. Him and Albert Wilson. It was like combined one percent ownership. Yo, so, Albert Wilson, bro. I've never seen a worse display of defense. On he also looked like Wilson the fastest touchdowns. man who's ever lived in. Ever yeah. like Jakeem Grant crazy. too is a fucking yo. Shout out to Nick O'Leary getting in the rotation for making some noise. Getting six, bro. He scored a Boy, touchdown. He scored a touchdown. He had four catches. No so gloves, Nick. If you're the if you're the Bears, the, if you're the Bears, what do you, how you how you reacting to this game? Because you have a running game that uh, non-existent. Yeah, non-existent unless you're passing the ball, right? They they have a ground game and not necessarily a running game. Uh, Mr. Trubisky's making stupid, stupid plays. They turn the ball over in the red zone twice. Jordan Howard once fumbles at the goal line. Mr. Trubisky throws a ridiculous interception in in the red zone. Like that's got that's got to worry you. That's that has to make you nervous if you're a Bears fan, especially because that defense was has didn't play as well because they were on the field. Mr. Trubisky looks like honestly he looks like his ceiling is 15th best quarterback in the league. That looks like his ceiling. I which, mean, which, you know what? That that's not a bad yeah. thing. If that's like, you're not wrong because that's how I see him. Like I see him. Like I thought he had a good game aside from that one turnover. I mean, it wasn't a terrible game, but it was. It was you know, I still don't think he's going to be like, oh my god, this guy's slinging the rock. What I think they should do though is like, if the running game's not working, dude, the running game's not working. Like you have Tariq Cohen, he could catch the ball. Like just play that game. You know what I mean? And you have Taylor Gabriel go Stress underneath the field now. Like yeah. that's what I'm saying. Or or just go underneath like short passes or something. Like, and then you could go over the top to fucking Allen Robinson and shit. Do you think it's a sign that in overtime, when they were when they could have scored a touchdown and won the game, they were playing for a field goal and they ran three straight times, three straight times with Jordan Howard in overtime? Does that tell you that they don't believe that Mr. Trubisky is safe with the ball? I think that just tells you that they're very confident in their defense, which I think they should be. Yeah, but you have a chance to win the game. Yeah, I and feel you, you. You're not gonna you're gonna take the ball out of Trubisky's hands. That seems like a deliberate thing to me. That thing's like something they did on purpose because they don't trust him. I, I don't think they have a legitimate reason to – I think that's wrong. I think they should have thrown the ball, obviously, and tried to score. But they are a run-heavy team. I mean, we've seen Jordan Howard has been getting it like the last two years. He's been getting the ball like crazy. So I think it's just about – I think they should just abandon what they've been doing. Like get Tariq Cohen more involved in like the past game, put him out there a little more. He's a playmaker. Like he can break off like – plays and shit and i think just then you can work over the top and i don't know 
I don't know. Because it really depends. I mean, if you run the ball and you go three and out, like you're really good defense, now you're making them tired. You'll get them on the field all the time. If you're just constantly going three and out or, you know, your running game's not working and you're typically a run-heavy team, then you're ruining what the best part of your team. You have to throw the ball. Yeah, defense was neutralized with those quick hitters to Albert Wilson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was like a front of a thousand miles an hour. Brock Osweiler made some good throws too, like where he like stayed tall in the pocket, stayed in there, took some heat. It's not hard to stay tall when you're fucking six eight or whatever the fuck <laughs> it is. Well, you'd think so. Yeah, I was gonna save Yo, this for VM. It was gonna be my um, this is VM. Oh, <laughs> uh, like the I'm sorry, the, the flagship program, the Thursday night day program. This is gonna be my. Uh, it's Thursday, the Monday night raw of VM. Yeah, I think flagship so. program. I think so. Uh, I was going to call it barely startable. This is a really cool stat. Brock Osweiler's first start as a Bronco beat the Bears. First start as a Texan beat the Bears. First start as a Dolphin beat the Bears. Wow, that's weird. Barely startable. Get it? I get it. Hmm. Fucking clever. Awesome, dude. Really (laughs) awesome stuff. How about Kenny Drake fumbling at the one? Very rough. Yo, you tweeted something that I absolutely agree with, Nick. I, I told it to my brothers, like, almost verbatim the way you tweeted it. I'm going to let you say it since you tweeted it. Yeah, I saw mad people cutting his ass for crying at the end of the game. And it's like, yo, dude, if you've ever played a sport and you were the sole reason why your team was going to lose, and then they pull off a comeback like that and they win, obviously you're going to get emotional. Yeah, I mean, I... I would have been emotional in a different way, like hyped. Nah, like, yo, but like, get me out. Dude, the, into, from the moment he fumbled until the end of the game, he had a towel over his head. Yeah. I, that I didn't like. That I don't like. I don't care about that. You don't like the sulking? And- I like, I like, after the game, cry all you want. I get that. Yeah, you, you, you fumble on the fucking one yard. You're literally an inch away from winning. Don't sit on my bench with a tower up your head and cry the whole time. Yeah, where? Like, Yo, you no, still no, have to be the out whole there. Time. He, no. came out, he came out in overtime. Bro, they had the mad. camera on him for like 30 seconds straight. Yeah, but he recovered in overtime and he, he got did. them he at the field goal passes. range. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, Nick, you're the one though. who just says you'd be the worst GM ever because you cut someone in a split second. You would, you want him on your team. You would have cut him after he fumbled <laughs> in the one. I would have, yeah, I would have. I hate. Yeah. I, yo, honestly, I want someone that emotional. I, I want a guy who wants to win that bad. Of course you do. But, but like, also, Kenyon Drake, like, He's already in the doghouse, so he's probably thinking like, "I didn't get the ball before this. I'm never getting the ball now." Yes, but you wait till after the game. Yo, I don't like that. I don't like sitting on the bench sulking. I really don't like that at all. How about standing tall in the pocket? Yo, QB sneak that bitch. Your quarterback is six eight or whatever the fuck he is. Like, dump that shit. He could have fucking banged it off. The wingspan is crazy, bro. Just get up there. So I'm saying Drew Brees doesn't. He's like fucking five five. Apparently, Bill Belichick is the only one who runs QB sneaks. Brock Osweiler's soft though. Bro, Brock Osweiler can get up. You don't have to be hard to jump. His name's Brock, bro. 6'8". Well, what's that supposed to mean? I don't know. Someone else named Brock is pretty tough. (laughs) Just got to run in the name somehow. (laughs) Talking about the guy who owns the rock gym in Pokemon? Yeah, I do. Oh, wow. That guy was tough, too. He got the Onyx. Yeah. I was talking about Brock Lesnar, but he's fine. That works, too. (laughs) I could never beat that guy, Brock, by the way. What type of Asian was Brock? I don't no, know. No he was like Filipino because he was kind of like yeah, brownish. He was, he was like dark skinned. Yeah. He had, he, had, he had different hair than the rest of the characters. I could never beat Onyx. It was, it was crazy. He would hit me with that slam. That shit was crazy. Um. Anyway, uh, the next game that we have is the Rams beating the Broncos 23-20. to Close game. Close game. Todd Gurley, another two touchdowns, of course. 200 yards it, on the ground. Isn't crowd. it so scary that the Rams, even when they're – yo, Jared Goff had eight fantasy points. Mm. Even when he has stats like that, he had 200 yards and one interception. They could still win. 
Yeah. And it's uh, they can hit you from anywhere. Robert Woods had 100 yards as well. Yo, Cooper Cup looks like he had a sprained MCL, which sucks. He's going to be out a couple weeks. Days, week, to week. Is he really? Because when I saw that injury at first, I was like, that's not a big deal. Yeah, Joe was the first one. Like, yo, I think he's good. A lot of knees blow out like that. Yeah, but it didn't look like a counters. knee. It looked like they were. It looked like his ankle just like rolled. Like it didn't really look like a knee. It thing was his MCL. It ended up being his knee. Well, but, I'm wrong. But I'm saying like when I saw it, I was like, he'll he'll be fine. I think he just like rolled his ankle or some shit. Yeah, it's the most dangerous, obviously, tackle in football. That's why it's a penalty, but. Yeah, every time someone goes down with that, it's so scary. Because obviously, what happened to Cup? Your legs get caught underneath you. That's just, mm-hmm. yeah. just not fun, bro. And shit puts you out for an extended period of time. Yo, on I know there's a lot to be not happy about if you're a Broncos fan, especially the, the play of Case Keenum. When when Swag Kelly came in, everyone cheered. That yeah, that's a familiar feeling that Case Keenum probably thought he was done with forever after he signed that contract. But um, Bradley Chubb. Not only getting, what did he get, three sacks? Mm. Crazy yeah. pressure, and all of them were against Andrew Whitworth on the left side. That's an all-pro right there. Might have been his coming-out party because he's had a pretty quiet year so far. I think that's exactly what it was, Nick. I agree with you. I think that was his coming-out party. I think he's going to put himself on the map now. And if you're the Bron- if you're a Broncos fan, all of a sudden you're like, yes, we did lose this game, but we, we had a comeback. And that's what, like, that timing play like, how on a third and goal do you throw a fade to Jeff Hauserman? I wouldn't throw a fade on third and goal to anybody. I don't understand how they do it. Like, a couple of years ago when Colin Kaepernick threw the fade to, to Crabtree. Crabtree to end the Super Bowl. Like, wh- how was your last play a timing play, dude? Like, how? How is that even possible? Well, it's not about timing play. It's about, like, a 50-50 play. Like, go out and make a play. Like, dude, yeah. just out ski Like, Call a play that's Run going a play. to get a player open. You are signing up for a play that someone's not going to be open. This is literally just make a play. Like, how about design a play where someone's fucking open? Third down, I'm not throwing fades. Fuck that. I don't give a fuck who it is. Yo, first first coach to get fired this year. I think Vance Joseph has a really good chance of getting fired in the middle of the season. What do you guys think? Who do you think is the first coach to get the shit canned? Pat Shermer. Nah, nah. Yeah. No way. No shot. Dirk Carter's got to be up there. Yeah, their card is definitely up there. Yo, the I mean, Bucks play though, mad. Right? Yo, they are completely undisciplined. They are so close to winning games, and they do some shit like throw an interception at the goal line and drop a lateral. Like you're just like, yo, little thing here or there, and you could is win games. Is that coaching games. or is that the quarterback though? Too. I I think it's culture. I think it's the coaching and the culture, and the quarterback has a lot to do with it too. Yeah. Um. All right. Next game. Ravens. Zipped up the Titans, twenty-one nothing. Eleven sacks. Do you want to hear cra- the craziest that you ever heard in your life? Marcus Mariota was sacked more times than passes completed. Yeah, he had ten completed passes and he was sacked eleven times. That is pretty wild. Something we didn't know when we were talking about this game was that the defensive coordinator for the Ravens last year retired, mm. came out of retirement to coach the Titans. That's a very mad defense. That's a defense that wants to put it to somebody, and they played exactly like that. That is interesting. I mean, yeah, I don't know. The Ravens don't do it for me, too. Some what? people tweeted at us. and What? They, they beat up on the Titans. This is their third straight game on the road. Yeah, I'm aware. Now, So they're going to play all these home games. They're 4-2. and two. Their, their schedule gets nothing but easier now. Their yeah. offense looks good. Their defense is the best in the league in terms of yards given up. Their offense still doesn't do it for me. No, they don't do it for me either. You want to talk about a team that falls from behind and you don't know what happens? 
You were mentioning that about the Redskins. I don't know how you could say that about the Falcons. Uh, about the Ravens. The, the Ravens. Yeah, your birds mm. messed up there. Falco got a, he. They almost came from behind from the Browns. If that dude that that uh, what Crabtree? If Crabtree didn't drop the touchdown. They would have come from behind. I don't know, that's Flacco another, has the arm to come from behind. That's another team. When they go down like ten nothing, I just don't see how they could get back. It's just one of those teams where like when they pull behind, I just don't trust them. That's how I feel about that the Ravens. Yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about the Ravens though. I'm still not like sold on them. Their defense is is there, but in all situations, like their running game isn't even all that with Alex Collins and Buck Allen. Like yeah. I feel like it's more through the air through Buck Allen, but even though Alex Collins punched it in a couple times. I mean he played well. Like that's their that's their offense though. That's twenty carries for fifty yards. Like is that that's not really yeah. But they're but they're controlling the ball. And that's the point. The point is ball control, and that's why Nick's saying they I mean, can't come back. They did have what that first drive of the game was like nine minutes and a touchdown. Game was already or, over. It was after like twelve that. minutes and a touchdown. You you can't come out from that. It was like a seventeen play, whatever it was, twelve minute drive touchdown, which was pretty insane. Dude, Eleven sacks. When ever since Jimmy Smith has been back, that defense has been all even to I mean, another gotta, level. We said this too, and we previewed this game, mm-hmm. didn't we? Tennessee's offense sucks. Yeah, they don't. They suck. There's nothing there, and it showed again this week. They win twelve nine games. Yo, another coach on the on the on the hot seat. Nah, it's his first year. I'm not talking variable. Lafleur, the offensive coordinator, never been offensive coordinator. Before, came over from the Rams, quarterback coach, hasn't done anything with Mariota. Now, yes, Mariota has. A numb hand. Is that half glove? Yeah. Thing. So like, it's hard to blame anyone for it. But what's good, bro? Everyone's like, "Yo, we're gonna have a great offense." With McVay, I bought in. I picked them yeah, to be in the AFC boy. Championship. Oh, Titans. Yeah. So like, I bought into that shit. Jeez. Yo, look, the defense is good enough to be there. It's the offense that sucks. There's nothing going on in that offense. There's nothing. Both of those teams, though, Ravens and Titans, when I just give them the eye test, like nothing about them is exciting to me. Like, I, I don't, don't know think how they're you good. Say that about the Ravens, though. I, Ravens th- play I just defense. Don't, I just don't think they're like. They're not exciting. Ex- yeah, like exciting. Like, I think exciting players, exciting teams win games. I don't know. I I, I think they have a shot to in the AFC. I don't think they're I a think big they have a play. Shot. I don't think they're a big play offense. They can be. They have been this year. John Brown a little bit as that dynamic. Yeah. Sure. He's been missing in the last couple of weeks. Crabtree caught a couple of big plays this game. Crabtree had a big game. Yeah. It's good to see. That's a giant part of their offense, Crabtree, because if they can get him going. I know, but you're going. You're, what, I, what I'm saying is the eye test, just like a general, like I'm just looking at the Ravens as a whole. I'm like, I'm not. I don't know. In games with teams that I consider exciting, I'm like, I don't think they stand a chance. Hey, listen, when they're like 7 and 2 and 8 and, eight and 3. Around there, maybe it'll change my perception. Room, room on the bandwagon will open up. I'm the only one on right now. I right. feel I feel Nick's point though to where if they're playing from behind, like those guys really don't do much in terms of getting open. John Brown's a good player, aside sure. from him because he can get open with his feet. But like Crabtree, right, how many people in the league have more than one player that can get open? Not many. I say a only lot. the big gunners. Yeah, but the, mm. I think there's a lot. I mean, you're saying, and you're talking about Crabtree and Snead. They can both get open, and Buck Allen out of the backfield, and they have tight ends that can catch. They have an array of options on offense. That's why they've been putting up points. So it's that they struggled against the Browns that one week. Besides that, they've been putting up points. They tripled the offensive production of the Titans in this game. Yo, whatever you tripled up an NFL team. Right, like, yo, that counts for something. tripled up the worst offense in probably football. All right, that's like saying, like... You, they, if you're not going to credit like Matt, Ryan, Matt Ryan... That's what I was just going to say. Yeah, if you're not going to give him credit, I can say, oh, he tripled up the worst offense in football. I'm not excited. Okay, but there's also uh, there's also the offense that put up 30 points 
Against Philly. One of the worst offenses, though. All right. They had one not outlying the, Not week. the worst offense in the history of football. No. That's like when Matt Ryan has a bad week. You say, oh, I called it. But, like, this is still the worst football, no matter, worst offensive football, no matter how good they were one week. I don't know. Anyway, moving forward, uh, the Cowboys beat the shit out of the Jaguars 40-7. to So much so that Jalen Ramsey had nothing to say Corny. after the game. Yeah, you're a bitch, bro. That's you got to wear it. Move. Like, say something, bro. Like, I don't, making I, don't I don't know. I don't know. I'm so Yo, mad about that. Out. You don't get to pop shit all year, and then when you get your ass handed to you, you got nothing to say. Two to weeks me. in a row. Two weeks in a row over 35 points a lot. Like, you got to say that's something. That's soft. That's soft. Rex Ryan said that's the most overrated defense in football, no doubt about it. Yeah? That's fire. I think it's more of the offense. I miss Rex saying ridiculous never, shit. Never bought into him. Who, the Jags? the Jags, yeah. Well, I didn't because of their offense. You want to talk about yeah, bad? I'm, I'm still in on the Jags. I guess. You want to talk about? You want to talk about bad offenses? That's a bad offense that they got exposed by. They need Leonard Fournette. That's a team who cannot come oh, back. Cowboys, yeah. They need to. They need to build a lead. Well, that is obvious yeah. because you have Blake Bortles and their defense is severely better than their offense. Blake Michael Bortles Murray. has looked extremely Blake Bortles ish the last two weeks. It's like they, they thought their shit didn't stink after they blew out the Patriots, and they just haven't really came to play since then. They just can't establish anything. There's nothing on the ground. It's the loss of Leonard Fournette. A lot of people are like, oh, yeah, TJ Yeldon is just as good. Like the Thinking about it as a non-fantasy perspective, they possess the ball a shit ton less without Fournette on the field. They have less attempts uh, on offense without Fournette on the field. Dude's a grinder. And it's important to get him back. He he needs to come back healthy in order for this team to have a chance. He's a good like three point six yards per carry running back. But like that's their offense, so like try and move the ball. Those three point six, that's a first down if you average it out. He also like you can't just say he is that because of his rookie season. There is room for growth. That's his baseline. Like Melvin Gordon used to be a three point six per carry back. Yeah, but different style of of running back though. Sure, sure, sure. He's more of a scat back. Uh, no, no, yeah, yeah. Sure, but I, I'm just saying, like in terms of like, you can get better. And Fournette, he just needs to get a chance to get on the field. The, the offense is completely different with him on the field because that also opens the play action. Yeah, I don't, I don't know this game. That's, it opens the play action because no one's fucking. Everyone's like, we'll just stop Fournette. Right. Let this dickhead throw. Right. Yeah. But then when the dickhead throws, sometimes he throws it well. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Dak completed passes to eight different people. Cole Beasley had nine catches, 100 yards, two touchdowns, and then went on some radio show and like dropped a freestyle or some shit. Did you hear that? Nah. Well, uh, he has a he has a mixtape. Yeah. I listened to one of his songs. It was like like bees bees honey or something like that. Yo, yeah, he, <laughs> he kind of has bars. Like he got metaphors and punchlines and all that. Like he 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 raps with a cadence. Like he he could actually rap. Zeke had another 100 yards and a touchdown. Also. Mm. Yo, did you see how he? Myrtleized Jalen Ramsey. What was that word? Myrtleized. That's from the Three Ninjas. I don't know. I do remember that. Yeah. Let's, Let's myrtleize him. Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh. What? Yeah, he just ran him over. I don't. I didn't. I must. Kind of just like demoralized him. Hmm. That's it. And kind of, kind of set the tone. I'm so mad at Jalen Ramsey. You can't, you can't say I don't know now. Corny. That's so That's corny. Weak. Yeah. Give me something. You talk all that shit, which I respect. Like, let him talk his shit. Yeah, because you're backing it up. When it comes time to pay the piper, you better pay that piper. I wonder if the Jaguars, like, can handle being the hunted. Because last year, they were the hunter. No one gave them a shot, and they were coming up for the people on top. 
But now they're kind of on that upper echelon with the, in the AFC. Like that's people are putting them up there. there yeah, that's right. Yeah. And now there are targets on their backs. Right. So like, can they handle that? Because the last two, they you almost win the AFC. You go to the AFC championship, and then you are what three and one, and you blow out the Patriots. People are on your dick. You got people hanging from the ball hairs. And can you handle that? Can Bro. you Because Jalen Ramsey's making a lot of fucking enemies. Not only that, you let the Cowboys put up 40 on you. That's what I'm saying. Like, I never bought into this team. And I'm sorry, you can't have Dallas put a 40 spot on you when they're one of the worst offenses in football, too. There's no one on that team that, like, starts on your fantasy team on a weekly basis besides Zeke. Who else? Who, who else scares you on that team? Nobody. Nobody. Like Cole Beasley, which, Stop. by the way, I've been saying is the best Cowboys receiver for a long, long time now. Uh, which is a joke, obviously, just sliding Des uh, <laughs> Bryant. But uh, yeah, like he got going. But, but like, come on, man, you can't get lit up by Dallas like that. That's crazy. Dude, they did whatever they wanted. It's good to see Dak run the ball. Ran it eleven times. I think that's the key to that offense too. I think that Dak needs to run more. I can't wait till they have to pay him. That's gonna be fantastic. <laughs> They're gonna have to give him like twenty three million dollars a year. It's gonna be awesome because then that defensive line's gonna fall apart. I'm the, sure they'll just let w- Dak walk. For what? Twenty three million dollars. No, I mean like for for like drafts for the next one up. Yeah, Quincy Carter. I mean, I, I yo, I'm not a Dak guy. You know that, but. Uh, anyway, our final game on the slate here: the Patriots ended up beating the Chiefs forty-three to forty. Awesome fucking game! What a game! This game was sick. Yeah, I think it hit the over. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Was Maybe like fifty-nine. Yeah. It closed at sixty. Sixty. Yo, and there was no points. They blew it out. Yeah. What was it in the first quarter? It was like 10-6. 10-6. Like imagine if they just were scoring at that pace the whole game. It's insane, dude. It's like there was what the Chiefs punted one time. I don't think the Patriots. And I don't think the Patriots punted. No, dude. If it was like big play after big play, it was like someone would make a play and be like, "Oh, yo, this is crazy now." Then like all of a sudden, the Patriots come down and fucking score. That's the big. When we broke down this game, well, the big Sony Michelle game happened. The Patriots were trying to keep the ball out of Mahomes' hands. The only problem is that fucking. Kansas City offense scores so damn quickly. Yeah. It's like you can't, even if you keep the ball out of their hands, they don't need time of possession to score. Tyreek Hill is on another level of speed. Mm-hmm. That one where he like he had to jump in place, and he he jumped, landed, and still turned the corner on a safety? And the corner? Yeah. What? It was ridiculous because Chris Collinsworth was having an orgasm while he's running up the sideline. Like, ha, 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 wow, wow. <laughs> Like, I was like, whoa, it's for real. That's what I was doing, too. Chris was Collinsworth like, was mad when uh, he missed him on a post inside the 20 earlier in the game. Yeah. You can't miss that throw. Oh, yeah. He's but, then he, but then he hit him on a post. Oh, yeah. They were like, oh, he's like, oh, they must have like, seen like, yeah. he's like Someone recognized him. He's on his again. fantasy team. They I'm ran. <laughs> but he was absolutely right, though. And it worked the second time. Which is weird because that's Mahomes' first like, read, too. Yeah, yeah. his guy. And it, go, it goes back. I think he's completed like 92% of the passes he's thrown. That he's targeted Tyreek Hill, which is ridiculous. Yeah, when Tyreek like, Hill runs a post, I don't see like a cut to post. I just see yeah. like a, it's just like whoop. It's weird. They were breaking down a play, and it was like they were playing too high safety here, but it didn't really matter because Tyreek Hill just kind of ran right by the safety. <laughs> like yeah, he did. He just ran right over him. There was even one where he he overthrew it, and Tyreek Hill came out of nowhere, like covered 
fucking yeah, 60 yards and just slid and caught a touchdown just by luck. Yeah. That guy, man. I just want to take this time to point out that Sammy Watkins gets paid $16 million per year. Uh, to that, I say whoever his agent is, congratulations. You're the agent of the year for me. That is a horrible contract also. Um, that guy is like a non-factor. It's so weird. He, he's had one productive game for them. Uh, Belichick schemed Kelsey out of the equation. That's why you saw Hunt and Hill running wild. And Mahomes, going back to what you said, boss, he holds on to the ball a lot. But, Tim, it's it's mad hard. When you have a gun like that, you feel like you can make any throw. Dude, he threw a ball like 50 yards in the air where he was calling it the fadeaway jumper where he hit where Tyreek Hill was like posting and he threw it off his back foot and like the safety like barely tipped it. Tyreek Hill was wide open. Like Mm -hmm. if he had a chance, he he had like an all-out blitz on him. But if he had a chance to like set and throw, dude, that would have been like a 70-yard bomb. That would have been that Atlanta play in the preseason where he threw that shit like, was it, 69 yards in the air? It would have been some shit like that because he threw it 50 50 yards in the air and he was off one – off his back Getting foot. hit by two guys. My favorite throw of his was the Kareem Hunt 75-yarder where he's like running out of bounds. Oh, yeah. Like across his body and it like it goes more inside than like up the side. It was like, I'm like, yo, it's like physically impossible. And yo, Brady. On a, on a line in stride. We'll, we'll, we'll get to the Patriots, but the cool thing was after the game, like Brady immediately sprinted over to him. Yeah. Yeah. And like Brady cool. don't do that shit often if you really pay attention. And like he went oh, he went there and like, you know, to use the wrestling term, he, he kind of like put him over. He like. He hugged him and like he was. It wasn't one of those like, all right, man, good job. Kind of like he was yeah. over there. He was probably telling him like, yo, man, you're a hell of a talent. This and that. And like, I mean, I gotta give credit to my guy Impy because from like May, he's like, yo, Chiefs, man, Chiefs, Chiefs, Mahomes. There's a reason why Alex uh, Alex Smith is gone. He's been on the the Chiefs the whole time. So shout out to to Imp Dollars over there. Hand up to the sky. Call mm. God. <laughs> Oh, God. Pats though, Pats thoughts on the Pats? I mean, Sony Michelle's Yo. nasty. They look so much different when when it was Hogan, Dorsett, and uh, Patterson. Burkhead and Patterson. They look so different. Now it's Josh Gordon, Edelman, Michelle. Like there's so many weapons and James White. You can't stop it. Like you really can't stop it. And Josh Gordon just opens up that entire offense. We we were talking about when they were struggling how they don't have a receiver to open up the underneath. Now they do, and that underneath is being run around by Julian Edelman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And here we go again. They're right back. Anyone, everyone who was so nervous, guess what? The Patriots are the Patriots. They're going to be the Patriots again. Gifty fucking do. They're they're four and two. Yeah, they're probably going to go thirteen and three again. And we're like, yo, we should stop talking about them in September when they're two and two. Same with the Steelers, man. The Steelers look like they're back too. This is this is exactly what I said like on Thursday where I was saying like this is going to be kind of like the make or break game for the Patriots not make or break but it's going to like set the tone for the rest of the season like are you going to be the Patriots like of recent or are you going to be these new Patriots that have fallen off or slowed down some bit but I mean yeah. forty three points on the Chiefs and you you have a win like that it's kind of like up oh, well here they are you know yeah I'll be the first to admit I was wrong I know early the first couple of weeks I was like yo that. Those old line losses, like it's gonna add up, but then they brought in like that whole new talent. Like Tim said, like Sony Michelle was inactive, I think, the first two weeks. And well, he was hurt. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, hurt and active. And then ever since he came around, they have the run game going. It's like a it just looks like a totally different offense. Tom Brady has time in the pocket now that wasn't there the first couple weeks of the season. And I was like, yo, I'm done with them. I don't think they're the same Patriots. They'll win the East because the East is garbage, but Yo, they look like a threat again. They look like the Pats of old. 
just so you guys can understand, prior to, uh, I think after week four, they were minus 200 to win the East. Now they're minus 1,200. Because mm. Miami was 3-0 and going into Foxborough. Right. That's an L, uh, prior to week four, I should say. It's just like, this is a team that was a preseason favorite to win this division too. I mean, rightfully so. So it just, everything is back to normal over there. Jets, one game back though. Three and three. You know, How do you guys feel about Michelle and uh, James White? I feel like they are a a classic Patriots combo. Michelle, in where do the they rank for you? Up there. Michelle in between the tackles is a beast. I love those two. He's a he's a one yeah, cut downhill runner. I still got Michelle's yards per carry because I feel like he's getting five every every time he runs the ball. It looks like it, and he's been super successful on the goal line. Yesterday, he pushed in himself. On the goal line now, he's been stuffed a couple times, but he he's 4. still a rookie. 4. Well, he picked up that third and one on double take. The, the, yeah, which was pretty good too. That's how you get on Belichick's good side. That's mm-hmm. how you keep getting twenty two carries in a game. Like Michelle is good, and James White is. I saw something too, like the Pats run at the most of any team inside the ten yard line the last couple of years. Like Makes sense. Legarrette Blunt led the league in rushing touchdowns yeah. a couple of years ago, so Michelle didn't get his touchdowns. He had two yesterday. I think he's had one in like three straight weeks. I'm happy. Man, I don't have him on every league. That all that offense is deadly now. Josh Gordon completely changes the entire. Yo, Josh Gordon finally got some looks yesterday. Yeah, he, he had, not, like he had target. nine targets. Him. That attack post. That yeah, he, that was on. Uh, I mean, Tom dude, Brady's were, IG. He, he aired it out. There was one play where he he probably catches that touchdown if the guy wasn't mugging him and he drew the pass interference, which led to. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I think Michelle that ran that one. It in. was Michelle. Yeah. Or was it the Brady run? Oh no, the Brady run was later on in the yeah, game. Yeah, Michelle ran that one in. Yeah, dude. This yo. So I forget, this is a guy that led the league in, in receiving yards. I know this was five years ago, but he also missed two games. The talent's there. Yeah, the talent is there. Yo, once the timing catches up with the talent, oh, them two together is going to be lethal. He's going to have a 200-yard game, like eight for 220 and a touchdown. I wouldn't be surprised. Guaranteeing it by the end of the year. I wouldn't be surprised either. They might just do it just to like, like yo, let's just... Let's yo. just show people this other weapon that we really have. It's week six now in the books, like... And yo, even midway through the season, and now he's like finally coming along. So and, wait till we yeah. get further. And away. you know how you could tell that he's coming along because third and six, they threw a slant to him. Third and eight, he picked up. Uh, second and like twelve, they threw the bomb to him. So it's like, yo, he knows they're gonna get him involved. Two games ago, Brady put it up to him on two guys. I think that's what like started everything. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know, I could like. Yo, there's no one on the on that team that can make that play. The nah. 500 touchdown that you're talking about yes. against the Colts, there's yeah. no one on that team that can make that play. Now, like, take this with a grain of salt. The, the, his teammates are saying, like, he's the best teammate. All he does is study. He's so smart. I don't know if you can believe it, but if it's true, then good for him. He's also, maybe that change of scenery was what he needed. I mean, it's the culture. Like, you, you always talk about the culture. And if there's yeah, anyone that can get to go you there right, and rebound. Yeah, they also walk in and they see Super Bowls and, and conference championship trophies everywhere you look. It's like, yo, look, if you just listen to us, we got you, bro. Yeah. We got you. She's Tom Brady in there, too. Like, best thing I've ever played with. Yeah. By far. By far. By, like, leaps and bounds. By, yeah. by yeah. far is, like, an understatement. <laughs> yeah. like, like, yo, probably. Doesn't do it justice. By the farthest. <laughs> like, probably ever in his career. He's by Mount player. Everest. Yeah. yeah. A 41-year-old Tom Brady. By 14,259 <laughs> feet. Yo, cut this. Which is, which is also, what Joe is wearing on his hat head right now. Did you see... Uh, the play where Brady was getting sacked and the dude just let him go and then he ran for the touchdown. What's your theory on that? I it's think the penalty, I think. I think he felt he let the ball go. Right. Because it was like at the same time he where pumped. he pumped. 
So I think that he let him go, thinking like, "Yo, I'm gonna get caught. I'm gonna get us." Yeah. yeah. You don't think he just kind of lost his grip? Nah. Nah. I think, nah. nah you think he let it go? Yeah, yeah. You've seen that in football, like so far. You've seen that like several times. Yeah. That's a big play by a rookie. That that was Justin Houston's replacement. So it's a like Chris Collinsworth said on the broadcast, like it's so crazy. You have these two teams that are the best in the league, and all their star players are playing like stars. And at the end of the day, it comes down to a rookie. Worried about a rule change that determines the game. Is it good or is it bad for the NFL? I don't know. Yeah, it was a big, it was a big touchdown too. Um, all right. Well, that is our show. I gotta go watch this game tonight because I need a season-saving win right now. <laughs> Down twenty-five. Aaron Rodgers, Mason Crosby, Devontae Adams. Nothing is said. I hope Devontae Adams scores three touchdowns because I got him two in my money league. All right, air pound. Air pound. Fist. Fist. Uh, Tim, where can they find you? At Tim Patrava on all social media outlets, but only if you're feeling real, real, real frisky. BrotoFantasy.com if you like winning in fantasy football, but only if you like winning. And the Waiver Wave drops tomorrow at, I mean, today, now that it's you're listening, at 11 a.m. Tuesday. So uh, go check that out, YouTube.com slash Veterans Minimum. Nick? Uh, I really want to just plug the NBA preview show Ooh, that we did. That nice. is up there. Uh, MP and I, along with Tim. Uh, held it down. We, I felt like it was one of our better episodes. I gotta fun say, show. I, I really like the yeah, flow to that. Uh, definitely go check that out. It's up already. And then you know, Impy and I also on Degeneration Bets. We broke down every single team along with Danny and uh, my buddy Marco in depth. Legend, big time. Uh, win totals for the East and the West. So those are up also as well. Yeah, go check out the NBA preview. NBA season starts. Tomorrow or tonight, depending on what yeah, time yeah. you're listening to. But, yeah, go check that out. At NDVito27 on Twitter and the Gram. And you guys can follow me on Twitter, at Joe Santagato. And go follow the show on Instagram, veterans underscore minimum. And our Twitter, at veterans minimum. And that is all. We'll see you guys next time. Let's do it again.